Welcome to Blathering Blatherskites, episode number 98. I am one of your hosts, Ken Doman. I am joined again by Robbie Baxter and Ryan Rhodes. Robbie, Ryan, how are you guys doing today? How's it been? Good. I got to see all of you guys in person over the last week. It was was great. Yeah. Thanks for coming by Ohio. (laughs) Thank you, Robbie. Yeah, right. Second, but yeah. 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 I try. I try. Yep, Yep. Yeah, it was good. It was it was nice. To, it was nice. Like we, uh, Ryan and I are from our hometown uh, has a parade every year for Memorial Day. That's kind of a tradition. I, I I think I've been there most of the time. I'm sure Ryan has probably almost all the time. And so they didn't weren't able to do it last year. They were able to do it this year, and it was great. And Ryan, your son did a great job uh, reciting the Gettysburg Address. I hope hopefully he was proud with that performance. I thought it went really well. Yeah, he had that. Uh... He had to learn it for school. He had it memorized about two, three weeks ago. So I kind of thrust him into that said stone. This is an an opportunity. Yeah. Uh, I really encourage you to do this, but it was was a little bit more than that. I felt I was pretty tough on him. Yeah. And doggone, he went up there and he ripped it off and and had it memorized. And yeah, so I was pretty proud of him. He did a good job. Yeah, it was good. Yep. Yep. All right. So anything else going on? I know it seems like you, I know Robbie, you were just traveling a lot and um, yeah, just driving a little bit. Um, yeah. it, was, it was nice to see family and some friends. Yeah. And, um, loving my, Ken, you got to see my van. I don't yeah. I saw my new van. Yeah. Um, that is yeah. a beastly van. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I, I, so it's a Nissan NV 3500. Um, so it's a big, it's a full 12 passenger van. It was funny. I pulled uh, in Plain City on the way there, on the way to my house, my parents' house. Uh, I pulled into a gas station, and somebody came out and said, "Wow, that's awesome! That's a beast!" <laughs> I said, "Well, you got four kids. You got to haul them somehow." He's like, "I bet." And then we were talking about how people trick them out and stuff with like ladders up the side and, and stuff on top. So uh, it was kind of funny. I, I, that's between that reaction and, and your reaction, Ken, when you saw it, it was, it was kind of fun to see, but I mean, that's probably bigger out, than most great. New York apartments. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, the gas mileage sucks, but I, honestly, it was kind of funny. Like I've just noticed and like, we don't really, so now that I work from home, my wife can take my little Nissan Versa, which gets like 35, 40 miles per gallon all around town doing different errands and stuff like that. It has, it's a hatchback and you know, works really well for that. Um, we really don't drive the van that much except for these big trips. And, and right. that's when we need the extra space is when we're traveling with suitcases and, and stuff. So um, I think in, in three months, I've only put 2000 miles on it. So I felt pretty good about that. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I went per 80 miles on our cars this year. <laughs> it's yeah. like, I'm a, going into the insurance plan and kind of docking those down a little bit. And be like, no, we're not driving this much. Let's save a yeah. few bucks. Yeah. Well, we've had a, uh, a whirlwind week or so but uh had some kind of sad news actually it is really sad um uh, you know we the, the kids got the chinchillas right and robbie you were over you're playing with the chinchillas they're all good okay um, yeah my parents came over on memorial day and we went to check on them and the one that died the little the boy he just we don't know what happened, and so my kids didn't kill him. No, me as far as I as far as I know, your kids had nothing to do with it. Okay. Um, we yeah, we we're trying to like figure out what happened because my daughter she's just hysterical, she's like just losing her mind, and 
he had already in his cage dead yeah just in and uh my parents had kept them all that day and i checked on them in the morning and they seemed like they were fine and i thought he was sleeping there and he might have been dead already so i uh yeah we checked on that night and it looked like he just hadn't been eating and drinking enough and i think we were reading up on it and apparently once they get to be a couple years old transitions are really tough on them and moving and changing he was he was in a cage by himself too he was by himself a little bit lonelier yeah he was the boy he's by himself and he was the oldest he was two years old so i think it might have just been too much for him he just was having trouble adapting which yeah it's one of those things it's it's so tough because it's like we had to have the little funeral and the whole thing and uh you you have a pool now right so were you able to do a burial at sea no, <laughs> not doing that by sea. Did no. you have like a little uh, bow and arrow and, and like shoot fire onto the pyre? And, no, uh, the pyre. No, we did not light yes. the pyre. Um, really missed an opportunity. Kid. Found out that our, our our ground is really thick clay, though, because <laughs> I had like a postal digger, <laughs> and it was that was a battle. I was like, man, this is this is actual work here. Uh, but yeah, we got him a little grave and did that whole thing. And oh, the kids, they, Sorry, they, they took it okay. I mean, considering. They're, they're you know but it just sucks we only had him a week and it's like we we're my wife and i were just feeling terrible like what did we did we do something wrong like what happened and after we kind of read about it a little bit we're like well it looks like these things do happen and you know ho- hopefully it wasn't i don't think it was any of our fault but you still did have you, that guilt like when anything like that happens you just kind of feel yeah maybe did you reach out to the previous owner we haven't yet um because i don't know what to tell her i feel i feel horrible hard like if she asks we will tell her we'll be completely honest but um i i don't see any reason to just hurt her like i don't want her to be sad and hurt you know yeah yeah unless she if she asks we'll we'll tell her so yep that's our our drama in our house uh this this past week trying to get, get the kids over that um also my wife and i are starting kind of a fitness plan uh june 1st we're uh, doing two workouts a day, 45 minutes and each? 45 minutes yeah, each, 45 minutes each doing like a, a lunch and then a, an evening workout. It's a 75 wait, day program. Wait, wait, sorry. Is yeah. workout code for something else, Kim? No, I wish it were though, <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> no, as far, yeah, we're two days in and that, that's not been the case. Uh, but <laughs> uh yeah, we're trying to stick to it for for seventy five days, so basically the whole summer. Okay. And uh, also not eating any sugar and, and low carb. I'm not saying none. I'm not because I think that's just kind of crazy to completely cut it out. But um, yeah, just trying to be re- more responsible. You guys are really ripping the bandaid off, man. We're trying to yeah, just go full on into it. So good luck. Yeah, yeah. Two days in, I, I'm feeling a little sore, but it's good. I mean. If, What's the what's the workout like? What do you, what kind of workouts do you do? Well, we have an elliptical and a rowing machine, and then we have the pool. So I do. Um, I was doing fifteen, fifteen, fifteen. So I was doing fifteen rowing, elliptical, then swimming. I swim mm. oh, like nice. yeah, fifteen twenty laps. Try to get that. Yeah, well, and I feel like those are exercises that are kind of easier, like on, easier on your joints, easy oh, yeah. you do more of a full workout. Like you're doing everything. So trying to, yeah, all those the, activities are, yeah, I would yeah, say get the best bang, yeah. bang for a buck there. Yeah. So that's, uh, I'm going to be really sore tomorrow. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was really going for it today. So 
yeah, that's going to be good though. So even in the rain, it was raining today. We still went out. And yeah, how was the, how was the pool temperature? Have you it's been in this still? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. We got into my parents' pool this weekend. It was, uh, my dad said 70 degrees, but I'm pretty sure he rounded up. It's a little chilly. Yeah. It was a little (laughs) chilly. My poor, my poor niece was like, Uncle Robbie, and she wanted to jump in. And I held her and got her in the water. And poor girl is, you know, five years old, just shivering completely. (laughs) Like the whole, like three or four minutes, she was able to make it. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I want out. So, yeah. It was cold. Well, good. I'm yeah. glad you have a heated pool. That certainly helps. It helps. Yeah, it's not going to help for the gas bill, but <laughs> it's fine yeah. for maybe for another couple of weeks. Make up for all the food you're not eating by paying for gas. Sure. Yeah. All, all the, you know, it's like you don't drive anymore. Just take that, you know, fuel money and put it into the gas. It's too bill. bad you can't hook up the elliptical and the rowing machine to like your electrical Power. grid. Yeah. I, down the line, I am seriously considering doing like solar panels or something to have that. Well, just use your Cybertruck. That the Cybertruck, great transition, Ryan. I like it. Wait, yeah. what's a Cybertruck? Cybertruck. Yeah, I can't believe we haven't talked about this yet on our podcast. That the electric vehicle Cybertruck, made by Tesla, supposed to come out this year. I believe it when I see it. Um, but yeah, well, you have some. You have some money, and and you you've uh, you know put your money where your mouth is here, right, Kim? A, a whole one hundred bucks got on it hey. yeah <laughs> 100 bucks hey if you would have bought doge if you would have bought dogecoin when you paid the 100 dollars for this you would have like ten thousand dollars probably i could have i know what was i thinking um yeah we want to go right into the, that's our main topic for tonight Let's and uh yeah because i think uh to l- let the audience know it's like yeah i do have uh, a pre-order on a cyber truck uh ryan being the profession he's in truck ownership isn't really an option it's pretty much a mandatory thing so i imagine your interest in these you know trucks may be pretty high just as potential cost saving measures and just uh cool new features that could help you Mm -hmm. out you know for your actual job for me it's a big toy but i will use it for a lot of cool things too uh i'm looking forward to you know having a vehicle that we can actually haul stuff in would be nice because I never had that. But uh, yeah, for you, I think uh, you're probably looking at this a lot more seriously as far as, you know, what it can do and, you know, can it handle the stuff that you need it to. So jump right into it. It's like, yeah, uh, the F-150, the Ford Lightning, they just announced it like what, a couple weeks ago, right? Oh, it's, and, yeah, it's brand new. Yeah. So, Ryan, what, what did you think of the the announcement, and, and what what did you gain from that? Like, what what did they say that got your attention? I what I like the best is it's when I look at all the options out there. It looks for your traditional truck owner. It looks the most like a truck. I know that sounds weird. But for what I do and for what, you know, all the occupations out there that you can think of, whether you're a farmer like me, you're a painter, uh, construction, uh, I think Ford's going to sell a lot of trucks. Now, will it come at the sacrifice of their gas engine trucks is a whole nother, that's a whole nother topic. Ryan, I have a question. I I have a question on that. Like you said, it looks like a truck. I mean... Uh, that makes a lot of that kind of resonates with me too, right? Like, 
a lot of the things that you add to a truck, like add-ons or, um, you know, the, the hitch types or, you know, just different ways, like you have, you've worked with a truck for, you know, 40 years of your life. Like, is that why it's interesting to you? Is that why, like, you feel more comfortable with it? Because you feel like, like over time, the truck has evolved into this thing and, and like every truck is very similar. And so this is kind mm -hmm. of like, it, you know, we're, why, why make changes to something that, that works? Is that what you're saying? You think? Yeah. I mean, they, they, you know, Ford is not going to, you know, Ford is not going to deviate from what, from what works. They're just not. There's yeah. too many product, product, production line changes and things like that. And, you know, I look at that truck and I can put, I can put like a, like a ladder rack on that truck, you know, or I could, you know, uh, put a truck cap on it or I could rhino line the bed and, you know, and, and have it be, you know, I, I can, I can do farm stuff with it, you know. Every, everything you could do to a regular F-150 probably can do yeah. this. Yeah, I could probably do that, that truck. Uh, have you had Ford trucks in the past? Yeah, I, I drive a diesel truck currently. It's a okay. 250. Yeah. A 250. Yeah, okay, yeah. so you don't. So Ford. I mean, we both, just for full disclosure, we both have a little bit of bias coming in here. But that's not yeah. to say I want to drive a cyber truck. And I think when we get to the end of this, I'll surprise you guys. What I think is okay. The biggest reason I would not buy the Ford F-150 Lightning. And it's okay. Going to be the most vain thing you can. But I'll get that. To the very, <laughs> I'll say that's the very end. Okay. All right. Yeah. Right. Yep. So you, you think the, the lightning, it, it checks the boxes that you need as far as like, well, I mean, you do, you want it to, to look like a traditional truck, but also what comes with that are like the options, what you can do to, to personalize it to, for what you need. So you're not going to have to worry about getting really exotic accessories. It's like, it, it fits the mold of the, the regular F-150. So you shouldn't mm -hmm. have to, you know, look too hard to find stuff that'll work with it for what you need you to know. do. Um, yeah. I'm wondering if like, even from an accessory standpoint, like Ford has these great partnerships with all sorts of people, all sorts of companies that, that build accessories just for Ford trucks or, you know, I, I think that's, that might be a selling point too. Maybe Ryan, that you're yeah. kind of alluding to is, is that, that the, 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 um, I can't even think of the word now, but yeah, just that, that, uh, ability to have all these other places kind of feed into that. Whereas Tesla is kind of a brand new thing, maybe Cybertruck. I know they'll have partnerships eventually, but it, they'll probably be a little slower. Right. Yeah. And a, a lot of accessories that would work like a truck bed, it's not going to work on the Cybertruck or the, the, the bed liner. That's probably not going to fit the, the, uh, the topper was, was that just the, you know, none of those kinds of things are going to work. Yeah. It'll have to be something custom Cybertruck design. Can... Yeah, Tesla's going to have yeah. to come out with it or some other company eventually. Yeah. Well, I did notice a few things that uh, caught my attention on the, the, their announcement. One was the price. That's like, to me, that's the biggest thing. And it's very much in line with the Cybertruck pricing. Like they, their base price, they, they said it was going to be 39974 while the Cybertruck is thirty nine nine. So they're, they're very much looking at the Cybertruck as their direct competition mm -hmm. and trying to, to meet it. Now that base Cybertruck is only a single motor. While I think the F-150, it starts at a dual motor. There's no single motor option. Is, so, is, so Ken, or Ryan, actually, this question is for you. The 39,974, is that in line with like a brand new F-150, a gas? Uh, 
The truck I'm currently driving, we bought for fifty-four thousand. Jeez, that's a that's a yeah. two fifty. So that's that's yeah. uh, that, obviously is that, that a dually truck, as well? No, it's not a dually. No, okay. so okay. and that's a two thousand eighteen model, uh, and it's actually more expensive than that. But because of well, it gets into farm stuff and sure, yeah. There was a we got some uh, we got that truck through our seed corn company. So it's actually more than that. I think I think sticker for that truck is actually seventy two thousand. Which brings me to my full point: When have you ever gone to a dealership and paid and paid you know the suggested retail price? You, that never happens. Like Great. okay, you're never going to walk in and be like, okay, here's my thirty nine thousand three hundred seventy four dollars. Give me my truck. That never happens. Well, you know. And I think that's where I mean Tesla does have kind of the advantage in that because they set their own prices. They sell their vehicles directly to consumers um so they don't have to worry about that middleman of the dealership that has to get their cut so even though that base price of that f-150 i doubt anyone's gonna come off a lot paying less than forty thousand dollars for their their lightning truck i just don't i don't really see that happening <laughs> I well, think I don't, that, you know i don't think that's gonna happen with tesla either because they're gonna upcharge you for like seven thousand for the uh uh autopilot or whatever that is well the full so, self-driving yeah that package yeah. uh it's currently ten thousand extra like if you would try to order one now that's a pretty big uh add-on which is not available on the other models so it's not available on anything yet right no no Ford's close i do know Ford's close from watching some youtube videos well you say they're close to a competitor to the full self-driving features and and there is their goal to have a fully autonomous vehicle. Is that even on their? According you know? to Marcus Brownlee's YouTube video, there there are, if you buy the upper tier Ford, yeah. it will be FSD. Okay, interesting. Yeah. That's re- that's really interesting if that's true because I know one of the tif- differentiators for Tesla is that they have all this driving time under their belt, all this learning, all this. Um, and like the other car companies, and that's why Tesla's stock is so high. At least when I hear people on Wall Street talk about it, it's yeah. it's for it's for the it's not because they have this great battery technology or car technology. It's all about the self driving aspects of it. Yeah. So that'll that'll be really interesting oh. if Ford is feels like they're that far along. One thing that got my attention on the, the Ford Lightning truck was this is something I, as far as I know, none of the other ones do, is that you can power your house with it. Like if your power goes out at home you can plug in your truck and you can basically have emergency power and probably power your house for almost a day or two. Maybe. Um, I thought that was really neat that it has. That, that is ability. really cool. Yeah. But, and, but you know, I also have seen too, that I, Tesla has a plug back there from what I've, I've, I watched a lot of YouTube videos in preparation for the, for tonight. Yeah. Cause I was really excited about it. Cause <laughs> I'm kind of a four man. Ken's kind yeah. of a cyber trick man. Yeah. And, uh, I think they're developing something with Tesla. Fill in the blanks here, Ken, for me, but they want to do it through their power wall. Uh, right. They, uh, they, Tesla has like to, to electrify your whole home basically through them is to, that involves getting their power wall uh, and even their solar roof products to, to really have the whole, the whole package, which that's not something I'm going to be doing anytime soon. Um, I, I will need to get some kind of outlet because I, I don't think charging on a regular 110 is going to work because <laughs> yeah. it would take 
you know, it, it wouldn't be feasible. Even though I don't drive a whole lot, I don't want to have to be j- stopping at supercharged stations all the time. So, yeah, I'll need to put in some kind of a... Go, going chart. back to the, the plug-in F-150 piece, I, I do think, at least from some, some older videos I saw on the Rivian, I think it has that, up, that, that possibility as well. We haven't talked uh, about the Rivian at all. It's a brand new like company building this kind of truck. That's, that's their main product is this truck. Uh, it was on, um, was it the TV show you guys were telling me about a long way up? Is that what it was? Um, they, they drove Rivians yeah. and they, I believe they charged some things off the Rivians, but the, the, the other cool thing about the Rivian was you could actually charge it by towing it. So if you had, like, if you get stranded, you could actually charge the Rivian by towing it for a period of time and it would Just actually pushing charge the battery. It, push it downhill. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It push it downhill. Bit. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, I just, I, 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 that F-150, that, that, um, is a really cool feature and i think a lot of people would would really you know be that rivian is interested legit. in I mean, that well i'm thinking yeah. about the f-150 i didn't realize that yeah. you could charge your house or you know use it for your house that's really cool right and i'm hoping see i always my belief is that competition is always a good thing it's great for consumers so because they announced that you know there's engineers at tesla saying can we do this you know, can, can we do add that feature to ours? And I'm like, that's great. Cause that's what it's about. And that's how we get better products at better prices when there is this kind of competition and see Tesla's had pretty much an, an open field for electric vehicles for the last few years. I mean, there's the Nissan Leaf and what the Chevy Volt and Bolt, but to me, those haven't really been the, the kind of direct competition like this. I mean, these we're comparing these trucks that these are meant to do very similar, if not the same things like that. Mm-hmm. So they're absolutely in direct competition. Now you did mention the, the Rivian and I feel like those are just not really appealing to the, they are some of the same audience, but not completely because yeah. the Rivian starts at 67,005. That's yep. the starting price on it. Uh, for a larger battery, you're looking at seventy-seven thousand dollars, almost. You yeah. know, yeah. you know, probably around eighty thousand bucks yeah. out the door for for that. That's not anywhere in my <laughs> on my radar of something that I would consider. Um, and and it does have some neat features on it, but it's a completely untested entity. You know, it's a exactly. new company. This is yeah. their first product. It's like, is it even going to make it out the door into full yeah. production? Yeah, and I mean, even looking at the spec sheet between it and the Cybertruck and the F one hundred and fifty, like it's not head and shoulders above either of no, those to, to not worth you know, that to show the price. So it, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they differentiate them. Yeah. and there's also yeah. a, a Hummer. They're uh, bringing back the Hummer brand from GM, mm. uh, and they have the Hummer EV Edition one pickup truck. The starting base price of the Hummer is one hundred and twelve thousand dollars. So yeah. That, I mean, I, a, a Hummer originally yeah. was really expensive too. Right? They were, yeah, yeah. So that's somebody in like, you know, I was I, I associate Hummers with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I imagine I bet Arnold will get one of those. <laughs> they should have they should have named it like the Buzzer or something different because it, like, it's not really going to have much of a hum to it now. It's going to be more like <laughs> they'll have to add in the sound effect to it. Yeah, its, its own hum. Yeah, that one to me just seems like it's. Oh, but, well, but Ryan, yeah. I mean, Ryan and Ken, like anybody yeah. who bought a Hummer and this, I'm going to stereotype people and this is horrible, but like, 
were people buying Hummers because they felt like it was the best work truck for them? Like, I don't think that's the case. I think people bought Hummers because they wanted it to look like a Hummer. Right. I feel like Hummer audience is the same people that like to have big boats. I feel like there's a lot of the Venn diagram there, people who like big boats and people like Hummers. I feel like that's the same circle. Like, I, I, you know, it's not anything anybody needs to have. It's something to kind of show off. Yeah, it kind like of ex- status symbol extravagant thing. status symbol kind of thing. That maybe I'm wrong, but that that's kind of how I feel about those kind of vehicles. Um, not, that, not, not that there's anything wrong with having a boat or having a Hummer, <laughs> but well, maybe, I, yeah, maybe that's GM's goal is to have the high end market and that alone, you know, have that space. I mean, because yeah. right, you know, Tesla's like, you go ahead, you can have it, take it, take it, you know, you know, yeah. Ford's probably thinking the same thing. Uh, it's just two different wheelhouses, you know. Yeah. But for for me, the the reason I was interested in it is honestly, I, I haven't ever really like wanted a truck that badly before. But it's always been something that I, I thought would be really nice to have. And I like to buy a vehicle that I know will last a while. And just knowing, first of all, electric vehicles, other than the battery, there's very little to no maintenance on them. And there's no reason it couldn't last for well over 100, 200, 300,000 miles. Because your, your main thing you're going to have to replace on it is like the tires. Eventually, you'll have to do the brakes, but they last a lot longer with the regenerative braking and stuff. Um, but the Cybertruck, it's stainless steel. I mean, that's you know the most obvious thing. It's, it's that cold rolled stainless steel that will never rust, that doesn't scratch, you know, don't have to worry about somebody dinging your car in the parking lot. Um, and, uh, you know, the only other stainless steel car out there that I can think of was the DeLorean, the DMC DeLorean. Yep. Um, and those, you can, you still see them out there and they, they don't have any rust in them. I mean, I'm sure oh. they probably have other internal parts that have to, you know, be replaced all the time, but yeah, custom, the shell uh, custom made and replaced. Right, right. Yeah, at this point, the cost of ownership of one of those has probably gotten pretty ridiculous. Ryan, um, Ryan and I actually, I don't know if you know them or not, Ryan, but there's somebody who, from our hometown who, yes. who <laughs> does DeLoreans and, you know, has, has had several. I don't know if they still have some, but builds custom parts for them. And it's part of that market. It's kind of, kind of interesting. Yeah. We yeah. did not see the DeLorean in the parade this year, but we haven't oh, seen it for a while. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, I mean, those vehicles are getting pretty old. I mean, they came out in... The 80s, yeah. so a 40 year old vehicle at this point, it's getting there. <laughs> but that, that's an interesting yeah. point, Ken, about the the you know stainless steel. Um, so when you're driving your Cybertruck, Ryan's gonna be driving his F-150. It's gonna be rusted out like a normal Ford does after three years, right, Ryan? <laughs> yeah. Well, here's my counterpoint. Okay, Ken yeah. and I, Ken and I get in a massive collision. Okay, just just by okay. fluke. Yeah. Which truck gets back on the road sooner? I would say the Ford F250 does. Oh uh, my gosh, I, I have no idea. Um well, it, that's a tough because the stainless yeah. the body shop, you know, if I take that the, you know, XYZ body shop, oh my gosh, this is all stainless steel. Um Well, the good news is that Kim will have I to take it to a body forward. shop. He'll just take yeah. it to the Tesla dealership and they'll fix right. it. Yeah, right. It just, yeah. Uh, Maybe. Thing, but I, but I wonder about that too, Ryan. Like, uh, how how hard will it be to get those panels? Right. 
And and is it just as simple as like, yeah, can you just replace these whole panels, these sheets of stainless steel? Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of unknowns about, you know, all of yeah. these trucks really, but I, probably the most about, well, the Cybertruck because it's such an unconventional, the design is completely bizarre. Yeah. Have I mean, they started doing crash tests in it yet, Ken? I am I not they sure. They have ratings. They have right. ratings already? I I think they all do. I just don't know if they're well, published. Yeah. This the Cybertruck is being produced in uh in Texas, I think somewhere near Austin, uh, which is still under construction. So okay. all they have now are prototypes that yeah. they've made it. And as far as I know, there's just one main prototype that Elon Musk tends to like to drive around apparently, because people spot him in it once in a while. Uh, yeah. I, I was just curious, like you know, normal normal cars have crumble zones and, and stuff like that. I wonder right. how stainless steel reacts to that. If it, if it's thicker than a normal body panel, or I was just curious. Well, It'll be interesting to hear. Yeah, it's like technology they've uh, used in at SpaceX. I mean, the, the the kind of steel they're using, and they in the now notorious uh, introduction of the Cybertruck, they claimed it was bulletproof. <laughs> they claimed that the glass was also bulletproof. Um, and they did a demonstration with the steel ball. And of course, it, it didn't smash through the window, but it did uh, leave quite the crack in it. Um, and I did some reading up on that. And apparently, before the the big show or whatever, they had been throwing that against the window probably like 10 times before and it didn't crack. Yeah. So, so Elon just had a lot of adrenaline when he did it that time. Well, they, what they think happened is they also they did a demonstration with a sledgehammer. They had somebody hit the truck with a sledgehammer on the side uh, to prove that you couldn't dent the thing. And he couldn't. It didn't leave a scratch on it, not a mark on it. But it could have put micro fracture cracks in the glass that was underneath that door panel. And th- once that had happened, when they threw the steel ball, it was kind of prepared to break. But those are extreme circumstances. I don't, you know. Yeah, I also I, I also don't think we're comparing apples to apples here because I doubt the F one hundred and fifty is going to have bulletproof glass. Right. No, right. No. And, and but like, do you need bulletproof glass? <laughs> I hope not. But it, it's something that is cool. Uh, and that's the thing, Elon Musk. It, it's like he's designing this thing to just be the most bad a vehicle he can make, uh, which. I, I respect that, you know, it, it, it's cool. If it weren't in the price point that it was, and it it didn't have like the stainless steel and doesn't, I mean, the range on it, I'm looking at the dual motor range, which is 300 miles. To me, I feel like that's about the sweet spot for electric vehicle. I wouldn't want anything lower than that, especially when I could potentially be hauling something or having a load in the, you know, not that I would be going long distances with that, but I don't think I'd have that range anxiety of having a, you know, 250 mile range or the, uh, the base model F-150 is, is 230 miles. So that's, I don't know. I feel like that's a, yeah. a lot more, even though it's only like 70 miles difference, that feel to me, that would feel a lot more limiting because uh, 300 miles, I could go anywhere in Ohio and back home. I, I'd feel pretty comfortable going anywhere in the state and and, and probably even, a little bit into neighboring states without a problem of having to worry about finding charge stations. My, yeah, my diesel truck, you know, gets about 350, maybe a little bit more than that on a full tank. Yeah. Diesel tank, just okay. as a comparison. I yeah, know that exactly. for a fact. Yep. So, 
It's but, it's pretty pretty close to where it needs to be, which brings up a sore spot for me. Is that uh, in this in our pre-show here we talked about this a little bit as ammo, and I'm going to use it. The Ford they were the the they are very conservative on their estimates. I feel like extremely conservative, and if you didn't have a payload in your truck, uh, it would. Uh, I think would easily surpass the 300, the 300. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was reading about that too, that some of the estimates are giving are with a thousand, a thousand pound load, which that, okay. I don't, I don't know how much a thousand pounds really is to an electric engine, but it seems like a yeah. lot. It seems like it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not a pallet of seed. Yeah. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, you know, if I had to take seed, you know, somewhere in my, and my, well, you know, if I, if I was to get this, but yeah, I think until these vehicles actually start hitting the road in production, you know, a lot of these things are kind of up in the air. These are their best estimates for some of the yeah. things. I mean, some of it they know the dimensions and stuff like that. That should be pretty set at this point. Even though the Cybertruck, they talked about making it a little bit smaller. Um, I don't know if that's actually going to happen. They mentioned doing a reduction from the, the prototype and making it like three percent smaller. Uh, but then they changed their, in their mind on it and said that, no, we're going to stick with the same dimensions we had. Um, but other than that, a, a lot of these things, like if, if these vehicles are going to make it into production by next year, by 2022, uh, they are going to have to be getting a lot of these things finalized and figured out. Um, but for Tesla, they have a newer battery technology they've been working on uh, that should be in the cyber trucks when they release and i'm not sure if that range amount could could change when, when it comes out if you might be able to get a little bit more range out of it we don't know or if they can you know, tweak the the energy usage of the vehicle so i'm hoping that they're also being conservative on their estimates but yeah that's all we have are are, are these estimates for what it could be I have a question, Ken, on the, yeah. the, the Tesla or the Cybertruck range. Like they, they, the document I'm looking at listed a single dual and tri-motor. Yeah. Why, why do the motors have an effect? Like the number of motors have an effect on the range. Like that seems like a really um, big effect. Yeah. The, those are basically just like the trim models of the Tesla. It's like you have the, the singles, just the base, the dual, and the, the tri-motor. That, okay, so they don't actually have the, larger batteries in them. They'll have much larger up. batteries. The tri-motor will be, have a huge battery okay. pack in it. That uh, makes sense. Yeah, they're, they're claiming a 500-mile range. That's that's a huge range. That's and, phenomenal. But if you are hauling a lot of stuff, you know, it needs to have that so that you know to you compensate. can make it even, yeah, to compensate for the how much range you'll actually get out of it. Um, and yeah, to me, the, the tri-motor and that one starts at 69.9. That's getting up to the, the Rivian <laughs> price level. And I'm sure the F-150 will probably have, I mean, a fully decked out model it will be, they do. you know, similar pricing. I, you know, sky's the limit on these. It seems like they can, prices can get kind of crazy, but I like that I, they are still fairly affordable though. Like you were saying, like a truck could easily cost, you know, 50 grand for a regular you know, gas engine truck nowadays, you know, right now. Oh, easy. So that's something I was kind of surprised when I first started, you know, the Cybertruck was first announced and these other, you know, and Fords too. It's like, I think that's great that they're able to keep the price to a, a point where it's somewhat affordable and not 
Yeah. I, I hate to say 39,000 is not a lot of money because it is. I've never spent that much for a car ever, but I'm kind of going in with the, the mentality is I, I want to drive this thing for the next 20 to 30 years. I, I, I plan to drive it as long as I can um, until the battery dies. And then I might even consider replacing the battery because <laughs> hopefully they have a better you know, battery technology in 10, 15 years that you could put into it. So that's my thinking on it. Um, now, the, the other component I did want to talk about was the updating, because these being electric vehicles and the trend, which, again, Tesla has kind of started, is how much they will add features over time. If you bought a Tesla, uh, even a Model 3, a few years ago, you have features today that you didn't have when you bought your car. There's all kinds of stuff that they have added to them. And I imagine the Cybertruck will probably be in, you know, similar in line with that. They get the truck completed, they get it sold, and then they continue working on it and improving the software and the capabilities of it, of what it can do. Now, Ryan, do you think that Ford is going to adopt that model? Are they going to, because I I know that they mentioned doing over the air updates, which I feel like they need, they felt like they had to do to be competitive in this, you know, EV space. But do you, think that you could see new features coming out on the the lightning yeah i i do and there's two more points i want to mention on top of that too but uh no i think they will but they'll probably charge you for it like all good car manufacturers do oh if you want the over-the-air updates here's you know you got to get the ford pass subscription or something right along those lines which really is irritant and is a huge black mark yeah so uh the other thing i thought was cool and i think we're Actually, I'll give I'll give Ken this one. Cyber the Cybertruck has the air suspension. The Ford truck does not. However, the Ford truck has the scales. So if you mm. put a payload in the back, it does a calculation somehow, huh. beyond my understanding. So it'll tell you it'll, exactly how much you have in your before in the bed. you leave. It will let oh, you man. know if you can make the trip, and it will not. It will it will it pretty much tell you. It'll flash all kinds of warnings. Hey, you're not going to make it. You know, or or uh, you know, or you need to stop for a, charge. Know. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a very nice feature. I think you know that I don't know if that's going to be on the Lightning Pro. That'll probably be on the XLT model and up, if I had to guess. Uh, which the XLT model is like fifty-four thousand, uh, which would you know, I'd, I'd still be in the money for fifty-four thousand. Yeah, uh, I'm not saying I got that money to spend, but if I had to buy a new truck, yeah, right. I, I have a question, Ryan. You know, uh, sorry, I know you're. Uh, yeah. uh, finish your point in a second, but like, when Ford has an F one fifty, they also have like an F two fifty and F three fifty. That is that ba- is that is that designation of number related to how much it can handle, like load wise? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like they so go from a. It, d- yeah. Does it stand to reason that there would be an F two fifty or an F three fifty? um electric truck and it would be pretty simple from a like a engineering standpoint right like i'm thinking changes are like you know there's suspension changes and some other things like that that make a 250 a 250 and a 150 a 150 is that like something you think would happen probably pretty easily for them yeah payload capacity drivetrain everything gets just beefed up more so yeah, okay. i mean you're you're telling yeah I, you know if this can only pull ten thousand pounds you know, that's definitely a knock against it. We pull loads way bigger than that than that with our diesel truck. With the two fifty um, though, right? And F two fifty. Yeah. With the two fifty. Yeah, we'll have 
I don't know. I'm just guessing 20,000 pounds, you know, you know, yeah. whatever, you know, whatever it is that, you know, sorry, but, sorry to, sorry to, I was just curious about that. No. Finish with your other points. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, no, 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 you're fine. I mean, I'm just, I'm just rambling here a bit, but there's, uh, uh, yeah, the, there's just different, th the truck, uh, I'm not too, I'm not, you know, they call this thing the frunk, which <laughs> the front trunk. Yeah. The front trunk which you can put 400 pounds in the front. They say it's rated for 400 pounds in the front. So, you know. It's like two or three bodies. <laughs> yeah, two or three bodies, luggage, whatever you want to do. That, that's fine. <laughs> but I'm like, you, well, how's that truck going to respond to an accident when there's no there's no meat there to stop, you know. You know, you're just going to crinkle that thing like a like an accordion, you know. Yeah. So, well, I mean, Tesla, other Tesla cars have the same thing and they're rated really, really high for crash tests. Yeah. So yeah. there may, there may be some magic sauce there. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Those are things I think about. Yeah, the other thing that frustrates me is there's no door handles on the Cybertruck, which. Oh no, they retract. The door handles will pop out. And that's the problem yeah. I have. Like I get, I have muddy paws. I have grease on my hands. I don't get that responsiveness when I touch it. I pull a door handle. I know what's going to happen. You know, that's okay. that, that to me is a knock on, you know, some of the cosmetic stuff. I just don't understand what the, what the uh, for aerodynamics are. and just cool factor, I guess all the Teslas yeah, yeah. do that. They, all of their handles are flush with the, the body of the vehicle. Um, and, and on the model S, I think the X and now the Cybertruck, when you approach your vehicle and you go to unlock it, the handles will actually pop out. So they are the handles you can pull. The handle that out. makes okay um, well went for yeah. cybertruck so the the model three is a little different it's kind of like a lever you have to kind of push on one side and it pops the the handle out that you pull uh but they they claim that the the cybertruck will have the same types of handles as the the model s uh, but yeah we'll see once they have the final yeah. you know production build of the of the vehicle out uh which i'm hoping we'll, we'll be getting more info on soon. I mean, we're halfway through 2021. Uh, I would have to think by this fall, we'll be seeing a lot more news on all of these, uh, all these trucks and, and get closer to the actual release dates. Now the, the Cybertruck, I know I put my pre-order in not right when it was announced. I waited for a few months and I got it in before they raised the FSD price. I got it when it was still 7,000, which is still tons of money um but i'm like five hundred thousandth in line so i feel like there's no oh, way wow. I'm, I'm not getting one next year <laughs> there's just no way that they're going to ramp production up so i figure i'll be getting mine in 2023 at at the mm -hmm. earliest now the the f-150 lightning uh i don't think they've had as many pre-orders but they they still generated quite a buzz i i think they i haven't seen the most current numbers but they were probably approaching a hundred thousand pre-orders so i had that here yeah as of uh 44,500 reservations piled up within the first 48 hours 48 hours so by now yeah maybe around and 100, guaranteeing delivery of the you know may 2022 that's yeah. that's something that ford is going to be able to deliver on to exactly. they have the manufacturing capability to do that because i feel like if you ordered them yeah, you order that Ford, you're you're getting it in less than a year from now, probably. Yep. I think you're 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 getting it. Uh, that Cybertruck, I'm not counting on getting it. 
I, I'm also honestly really okay with that because I still have a lot of money to save yet. <laughs> I, my plan is to put a, as much of a chunk down on it as I can. Uh, you, to, you know, I don't want to have to get another job, but if I have to take a second job, I guess that's what it's going to take. <laughs> so try to avoid that if possible. Um, but, it, you know, yeah. go ahead, Ryan. Well, one other thing I want to mention that's not as not near as glamorous is the warranty. From what I've found, hmm. the Ford warranty is by far the best one out there for the money. Okay. I mean, they actually will warranty for, I think it was, what I read, four years on the battery components. Mm-hmm. You get no kind of warranty from what I've been reading from the Tesla truck as far as the batteries. Right. None, which would <laughs> concern me with this new type of product. Well, and I mean, that's what I'm I can't kinda... work on this. I'm glad yeah. I don't have the first one off the line. I'll tell you that. I, I, I really, I, I wanted to wait a little bit so that it wasn't in that first batch because I do feel like it's a pretty radical design, first of all, and it's using a lot of new technology. And I'm sure there will be bugs in it of some kind, you know, either mm-hmm. software or, or things that they'll have to adjust and, and adapt to it as, as they release it. Um, because it is, it's it's so different looking, and I, I, I feel like they don't even know some of the issues that'll come up until they start getting these out on the road. I think that's um, true for the F one fifty two. Like Ford yeah. is doing this for the first time, really. So it, right. I agree. The warranty is super super important, though, if they're if they're willing to do that. So um, I had another question for you guys both. What what is the the capacity for for passengers in these vehicles? So like Ken, what how many people can fit fit in the Cybertruck? Six, six passengers in the Cybertruck is yeah three in the front, three in the back, and it's from what I've seen, it's pretty roomy cabin. Like there there's plenty of room in there for six people, like full grown adults. Not doesn't have to be like small. Does children it have does back. it have a shoulder constraint in the middle front? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. I think it would have to, but I don't know. I was just curious. Some of the videos I've seen where they had the passengers in the cars. Does it? Does the F one fifty have a an extended cab feature or like a place for people to sit in the back of the cab? Yeah, it's it's basically a four door vehicle. Okay. And Robbie, you without knowing it, you hit on my single reason why I would not buy this truck. Is it? You got too many kids. You have too many kids. Uh, or, or or workers, you know, yeah. or you know. Uh, until they come out with like a flat bench seat in the front configuration, I'm out. You know, we well, can fit two bodies in there. Just in there, right? <laughs> just get, get in the frunk. <laughs> <laughs> so, you uh, know, that's, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, that my wife, what we want, I went through a holy bleepity bleep for that diesel truck. She was against it yeah. because we couldn't fit the whole family in there in the pinch. You know, but we we still have the truck because of the savings from the seed corn company, blah, 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 blah. Yep. So, I mean, there's enough money on the table. She's like, all right, we'll do it, you know, but, but yeah, I mean, I could have her sold on this truck. I'm pretty confident that's her daily driver. If it could just seat six. Right. I don't. Yeah. But I mean, is this really going to be her daily driver, Ryan? Like you're, you're going to be working, you're going to be using this truck on the farm, right? No, I think I, after Amanda's used my truck just from time to time, she's like, this is amazing. She says, this is, this is the new, she says, forget the minivan. She says, this is fantastic. I can put my groceries in the back. She needs to come get- drive my Nissan, uh, Nissan MV 3500 then. Yeah. So, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. 
uh, but yeah, I, I think it's, I think, you know, it, 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 it suits her lifestyle better because she drives about 50 miles a day. She could charge up at night. I think the Ford said it could be charged from 15% to 80% in 44 minutes. Wow. You know, I'm assuming that's 220, not 110. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to be at one of their like superchargers. Not, not all the chargers can, can charge at that rate. So, you, so you'll have to learn which, <laughs> which chargers can, can charge at the faster speed. Uh, I mean, yeah, even if you had it on 110, you could have a full charge by morning, assuming you could, you know, you, you're diligent, you plug it in and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I think, you know, I think, I think this is the trend, though. We're kind of getting off topic here a little bit, but I think that's going to be a trend. You'll see one electric vehicle in the household, and you'll see one gas or, you know, mm. combustion engine in the household. I ice. Think that's, ice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, ice. Yeah, that's the buzzword. Yeah. One other factor we, we talked about price a lot, but uh, being electric vehicles, they are eligible for certain rebates. I think there's federal and even state rebates that you can is, get. Is Tesla still eligible for those? Because I, I thought it was manufacturer have, based. Uh, I think they opened up newer. I think there will still be some when the Cybertruck comes out. Um, but, my understanding was those rebates were tied to a manufacturer, and the first X number of electric vehicles from that manufacturer got the rebate and so i would think i would assume ford would have a leg up on that that rebate piece it could. i don't know yeah ken's, ken's diligently looking on i'm trying to, to look out, it up but... because i remember hearing somewhere that you might still be able to get the okay. uh now ken may be in the loophole because he is on the he's on the first five hundred thousand, so he may be and I would argue that if I was a yeah. Cybertruck buyer, look, I put my $100 down. I'm committed to buying this truck. Right. Yeah. My understanding of the law was that it was like the first X number of electric vehicles from a manufacturer. So Tesla has already sold all the, you know, S3 XYs and that put them over the edge. But I, I don't know, Ken. There is a, a 2021 bill okay. uh, that the part of the Green Act uh, that would introduce new uh, tax rebates or tax credits yeah. for electric vehicles. And it says more importantly, most importantly, the provision includes nixing the 200,000 ceiling on these credits, which would have tapped Tesla and GM, which passed those in 19, 2019 and 2020 okay. for their other yeah, electric vehicles. Yeah. So, 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 so Ford is guaranteed that really, if you get one of the first 200,000, probably. Right. And depending on, you know, politics here and federal bills whether they get passed or not right. that could be available uh to the cyber truck as well which that's a big deal i mean that's you know for me that would that would pay for the the full self-driving feature and that that would be amazing so is it like 7500 or 10,000 7500 yeah. yeah that's still yeah. really awesome yeah although in some states like in ohio your vehicle registration, they gouge you. If you have an electric vehicle, your vehicle registration is $200 per year instead of the normal like 40 or 50 bucks on a regular ICE vehicle. Yeah. So, and that has to do with, you know, you're not paying taxes on gas, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah they they try to offset the, yeah, some of the money they would get from, yeah, regular yeah. gasoline on the taxes there. Mm-hmm. But, well, so Robbie, for, from seeing Ryan and my opinions on it, what, like, what, if you had to pick one of these to to drive in, like, what do you yeah. think you'd be looking at? 
uh, I am not going to be driving buying a truck. Period. No. So, uh, but I I do think you guys both had some great points and some really, you know, good research. And I'm I learned I learned a lot. So hopefully our listeners our listener will have learned a lot too. Um, <laughs> but I think I think Ryan kind of hit on a little bit there as a, as a person with a family of six, like that that extra seat uh, really would be super helpful. Um, I also just, I mean, like I, I grew up as a child of the eighties and love back to the future and DeLoreans and just the, the DeLorean vibe of the Cybertruck was really cool to me. Yeah. Um, so I think I would probably pick the Cybertruck, but I think, I think, um, there's a lot of good points to be made about, you know, manufacturing capabilities that Ford has, um, about the warranties they have, uh, the dealer network and the accessories they have, like just the, the, I still can't think of the word, um, but you know that, that they have all these things lined up already um, would be you know really easy to become a, a, a lightning owner and not feel like you're you're buying you know the latest iPhone you have to buy a new case for and you have to be, buy new headphones for and and that kind of stuff. So I, I feel like I feel like Ford has a lot going for it, and I'm really excited for the competition. And I, I'm really I'm really glad that like Elon Musk is saying stuff on Twitter like jabbing at Ford and and they're like it's really really good hearted because he has always said the reason he started Tesla was to push this electric vehicle uh, agenda so that others would pick it up and that he doesn't, he doesn't mind the competition. He wants the competition because he wants, he, he, he really wants this to be better for the planet, so to speak. So right. Um, right. anyway, I, I, I think they're both great. I think it's really good for um, the country and I think it's really good for, for both companies and I'm really excited to see how, how it goes. And I hopefully yeah. can see both of you guys drive up in your, your new electric vehicle here in the next I couple hope years. so. Have a, a guy's fun. weekend here in a couple of years and we'll both drive the trucks in. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, would be um, cool. I, I won't be able to afford to drive my 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 van in because it's, <laughs> it's like 15 miles per gallon. But you know, I mean I'll, I'll be happy to ride one. Have here. you seen gas prices lately? <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. drove I just drove the van from Indiana to Ohio and back. I yeah, I saw the gas prices. Yeah. I filled up twice. Oh man. Um, yeah, see, my prediction is you'll see three of these companies. You know, I'm looking at the Motor Trend article here now. They got the Hummer, they've got you know the Cybertruck, they got the Rivian, and I'm saying within the next three years you'll only see there'll be one missing. Right is, is my right. prediction. That, that's just well that's just what happens. Be. Either it's going to get bought, absorbed, you know, some such yeah. thing. But to me, it's going to be interesting, like to see if people adopt it. Like Ryan, you are a. Um, a farmer by trade and it's interesting that you're interested in the, the electric vehicle i i would have said that there's a lot of uh people who use their truck day to day um for work that would not be interested in an electric vehicle mm-hmm. that would have been my stereotypical thought so it'll be really interesting to see you know it, are more people like you ryan and really want to embrace this technology and and really see the upside or are they going to shun it and and try to get the you know the gas trucks um, and 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 that's what's going to affect Ford what the, what Ford's going to do I think is is if they'll stick with it yeah because the, the F-150 it's if I'm not mistaken it's their best selling vehicle it's the best selling truck in right. the U.S. well not even truck like, vehicle EB vehicle right. it's the yeah. best selling so, vehicle right in the United States yeah the Ford F-150 yeah. they, so they're they're really sticking their necks out here. I mean, yep. they're going to lose truck sales, you know, in some capacity, you know. Well, 
I think they saw where the the industry's going and they're they're Mm -hmm. trying to to get in there before you know if the Cybertruck would if it will launch and it was everything they said it would be and more let's say it just performs amazing out of the gate it's just a great vehicle once you know consumers start accepting it first of all because it's such a weird stinking vehicle (laughs) and they start seeing them on the road and they're like oh wow this is a practical vehicle and my total cost of ownership is actually going to be lower over the next five to 10 years. It's like, this makes sense. And they're trying to get ahead of that and just say, Hey, we've got a competitive truck that has the Ford name behind it. So sometimes it's better to be first than good too. So I think even (laughs) if, even if the F-150 isn't great to start with, like the lightning, I I think that they're going to learn a lot. And, and maybe even have version two out before very many cyber trucks are on the road. They could. And, and, and that gets back to the data argument, you know, data is everything. And these companies know that. So they, the more data they can generate, even if it's a first generation loser, you know, yeah. it, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be beneficial for them. Yeah. Well, I, I'm excited for the competition. I, I'm glad to see the, these other manufacturers coming in uh, with what, what is really feels like a full-fledged effort like this wasn't just something they're trying to to fill a box or to, you know they're putting a lot behind this they're putting a lot of money a lot of their effort and a lot of their engineering behind this and that's exciting i'm glad to see that that they're taking it very seriously and they're putting their biggest name like their biggest vehicle in the forefront um so yeah I, i'm excited to see how it turns out and i don't know if i would ever get one uh it, my rationale to kind of go back to why I would want the Cybertruck is I want an electric vehicle. And I've looked at a lot of different electric vehicles that are available. And for, for what you get with the Cybertruck, I feel like you can't really beat that as far as something that is extremely durable and that has the capacity to, to carry all our whole family <laughs> and has the added benefit of being able to haul stuff, which many times I really wished I've had a truck or had to borrow one or rent one. And so it kind of checks all those things. And also, like I said, I plan to keep it for a very long time, like well after it's paid off and, and hopefully for a couple of decades, I, I really don't see why I couldn't. Um, it, the batteries should last that they're, goal is to have like a million mile battery so if it could last a million miles then yeah i'd be set uh i don't know if that'd be the case and that's something that's kind of hard to test until they actually are out on the road and we see how these batteries degrade because lithium batteries will degrade you know every single one of these electric vehicles Mm -hmm. that'll happen you'll lose range over time it just depends on how fast that range you know gets lost on them and, and how long batteries last so yeah, it's I feel like it's a risk. It's a pretty big risk, actually. <laughs> but uh it's one that I'm really super excited about and, and seeing where it goes. So yeah, well, Ryan, I, I'm glad you you know brought to the table the, you know your thoughts about the you know all the different trucks coming out. And it's good to hear your perspective too, as somebody who's actually owned trucks and knows quite a bit more about them than than I do. So, all right, guys. Well, yeah. Any final thoughts? Uh, I don't know. Ryan, do you think 
will that six seat be the reason you wouldn't get one on, on the lightning for my Is wife a hundred percent yes for me yeah. okay you know the way i look at it, my oldest daughter she's going to be driving here soon it's going to become yeah. less and less of an issue that's what i keep trying to stress with my wife but yeah. right now if, that, if i had fifty four thousand, forty thousand to spend whatever yeah you'd say no you know right. there's just her boxes yeah. aren't checked okay yeah well, hopefully we'll find more about these in the future and that, you know, that they'll keep iterating and I'm sure other options will come up, you know, and if, if people really would like to have that other seat, there'll be a version that does have it eventually, you know, if, if that's really a factor that, you know, means a difference to enough people. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, I'm hoping we see some cool stuff about them soon. The Cybertruck has been kind of quiet on the news front. They, they, uh, had an interview with uh, Jay Leno. He got to drive it with Elon Musk. And that was, that's been quite a while. And I think they've made a couple other appearances, but haven't showed off any of the new features they claim it'll have. So we'll, we'll see hopefully by the end of this year, more what, what it'll actually be. And if it'll have side mirrors, <laughs> the prototype doesn't even have side mirrors. So that's something people have been kind of wondering about, because I don't think you can legally drive a vehicle without side mirrors <laughs> even though it has cameras and everything so yeah. and, you know I, I i real quick we got to be in in this but yeah i noticed yeah. on some of the, the marcus brownlee youtube video yeah the rear view mirror was a camera you couldn't yes. look in a rear view mirror right it's, it wasn't a traditional rear view mirror i'm concerned about that what if that thing would fail you know or or glitch or freeze or yeah. you know uh just, just I mean, people better. use backup cameras pretty, you know, they kind of depend on them too. So I, yeah, I yeah, get what you're I saying. I think there's a difference between a backup camera and a mirror. Like I, yeah. I have a backup camera and it's really handy, but I can, yeah. I, when I'm driving down the road, I look at my mirrors. I can't look in a video to see if somebody's beside me or, yeah. or, or not. So, and I've, I've seen some other vehicles that have a side camera. This is a, a Tesla. I think it was like a Honda or something Yeah. Uh, that as you're changing lanes, it'll show you. A, a camera view on the screen yeah. of, of yeah. your blind spot. So, yeah, I, I you definitely have a point there, but I think that technology is proven enough that if there would be something wrong with your camera, hopefully the car would tell you that it needs service, and then you need to just address that, like any other part that had a failure. Yeah. So, that's yeah, that's a, definitely a concern. There, there's a lot of unknowns. I feel like there's a lot more unknowns than knowns at this point. Yeah. So, yeah. well, we'll have to see when they come out. So, all right. Well, like you said, I think that's our time for tonight. But uh, yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed the the conversation. Uh, it's a pretty exciting topic. I, I don't, I know, don't consider myself a car guy, but these kind of cars, I am really excited about. So. Uh, again, this has been uh, Blathering Blatherskites. Our uh, website is blathering.blatherskites.com. Uh, if you're listening to us on iTunes or another podcasting service, if you could leave us a review, that would be very nice. Uh, or if you want to visit us, uh, we have a Facebook page or on Twitter. It's at bblatherskites if you would like to get a hold of us there. So I think that covers it. Um, yeah, thank you guys for joining me. Uh, Got a couple more episodes to 100, so I'm excited to, to hit that milestone. So, all right. Uh, thank you, and uh, good night, everybody, and let's see if you have any final thoughts. 
No thoughts. Good, Good night. All right. Yep. Have a good one, everyone. All right.